This podcast is brought to you by GG Poker. GG Poker won huge tournaments and hold the Guinness World Record for the largest prize pool for an online poker tournament. As the world's biggest online poker room, GG Poker are making poker fun again. GG Poker offers exciting game formats and software features that aren't available anywhere else. So why play anywhere else? Plus, if you're new to GG Poker, get £60 free play when you make your first deposit of £10 or more. Players must be 18 plus. Full terms and conditions apply. Please see ggpoker.co.uk for details. BeGambleAware.org. Please play responsibly. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There we go, we are live. Um, third year in a row for the boys, hat-trick ball for the CSP um, on the Axum Weekender. So thanks again for all the team, myself, Hoggy, Andy, Paddy, Scotty, Barry, Nicky, Kevin, uh, for being invited back on. Scotty and Andy for doing the legwork, it's, it's a privilege and obviously another good fundraising push this year for, for Jamie Tierney, as you can see on the, the wee ticker below, so... We all know what it's like nowadays, and obviously it's coming up to Christmas. Tough times, but if you can spare a wee shekel or two, um, click the link in the description box on the on the YouTube page, and if you can get in, then brilliant. If you can, keep supporting, keep watching, keep sharing the, the podcast over the next seven or eight hours. But how are we, boys? I feel like a, I feel like a, a podcast virgin. I've not seen you for about three weeks. How's tricks anyway before we get started? We'll keep yesterday's um, goings on um, until we're started. Bye, Del. All right, mate. All right, good wee weekend behind us, mate. And, and obviously, we knew that, that, that Paul John had obviously invited us to be part of this. So, been looking forward to this wee chat with you boys um, in support of Jamie. Um, so, aye, all good, brother. All good. How are you? Good, mate. I've not had that much sleep. I was night shift last night, done in the deepest, darkest air shift. So, I've not as much kept, but. A couple of wee tinnies and a wee Sunday session. Sort that out and watch the old sheep later. Andy boy, how's the weekend been, mate? Have you been doing a bit of trucking or have you been off? No, I finished on uh, Saturday morning. Uh, don't normally work a Friday night, but uh, I ha- had to do it this week. Um, so I've been, I'm more at the place, I'm night shift, so it's really difficult to kind of get your body around a bit, you know. So I'll work Aye. my night again. So once I do that, I'll go in and get another week kip. I feel your pain. Patrick, the busiest man in Scotland. <laughs> how, how, how are you, mate? How are you? How have you managed to get a wee hour after your, your work life, mate? Aye, I've, I've basically just done a bunk, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a bunk. Dogging it? Aye, I'm dogging it for my work, mate. Aye. Um, no, I, maybe maybe I, they'll have a no, mate. Don't worry. I'll let them watch us anyway. Maybe they'll see you. That's all right, mate. No, that's, that's fine, by the way. Shout out to, to the role man. You know who you are. Uh, I know you're not keeping too well in the new, but... Good stuff, good me. stuff. Um, aye, mate, I've, I've literally just come in and flung off the work clothes and done a Superman and get changed into the Celtic top. Uh, I've been, I've been watching me... So I can moan about Celtic. I've been watching me bits and bobs over the weekend just when I've had time and 
but folk have had their wee niche stuff in that, which we normally do, but there's just far too much to speak for for the weekend and the board and the players and, and how disgruntled the fans are. I've not been on for a wee while, so listen, let, let's get stuck in. Yeah, I, I never made the game yesterday because of work, but I watched it, Andy, um, after the Kilmarnock game, mate, and you've, we've all kind of had that wee tiny, tiny glint that optimism that it's just going to get better. Once these, once these players come back, Maida comes back in yesterday, Hatati's back on the green day in a bit of training, Abada doesn't look far away, and then that. That was abysmal, mate. It was. I'm glad the comments are not coming up because I've been watching some today, um, trying to hold myself back. And you know what we like, especially me, but you can understand the fans' frustration, Andy, and it's, it doesn't look as if it's going to get better. Anytime soon, mate, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, it'll need to get better soon. There's just not much for it. It's going to get better. Um, uh, as I said, I was working night shift Friday into Saturday morning and I got up to make sure I was up to watch a game and I wish I just stayed sleeping. Because um, I, it's just really disappointing. I've seen quite a few comments, different pods and stuff like that, saying the same thing. Jekyll and high performances, mate. Um, you're getting one Celtic one week and an, another Celtic the next week. Well, kind of all over the place. We, we've not got a settled team. We've not got a settled team. Very. <laughs> it, we're going for game to game and it, the lineup is changing so much. It, you, you can't even guess what the midfield's going to be. It's like a different player every week in that certain role. Yeah. Every week it's somebody different. <coughs> I think, I think now, Hoggy. The 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 yesers have, have went so much into the naysayers corner now, and I, I know Paddy's been bumping his gums, and the the debate on our podcast been good because myself and Barry Quinn are ever the optimists, but I think it's got to that stage now, Hoggy, that it, it, it's a vast majority, and the, the fans have got every right to be pissed off, mate. Gone gone and watching that. Week in, week in. See, see if you're perfectly honest with yourself, Hoggy, other than a couple of sporadic performances, the season has been a very, very poor watch, mate, and it just cultivated yesterday in a terrible, terrible performance against Hearts, mate. The, the worst thing for me, we'll go through that, the worst thing for me was, was some of the stuff that happened, the, the conversations after the game, when Brendan Rodgers was saying, was that, it's not a surprise to me that it slipped. I watched it the day, mate. How, how can how can that be? The fact that you're coming out after it and saying it's not a surprise we're playing like that. It's almost like what, what, I, I just I, I still know you want to wrap my head around about it. Anyway, we'll get to that. The, the on Andy's point there as well. Totally, totally agree with, with, with the fact that the, especially kind of midweek when, when the last couple of games and you're bringing in Awata who's played the kind of the holding role and you're you're letting your other probably say McGregor and O'Reilly being your two most influential players this year is you're letting them a wee bit more free to, to control the middle of the park. Then yesterday, obviously, Awat is injured. McGregor goes back into that number six and we're ineffective. It was it was one of the... I'm not saying one of the worst because there's been a couple this year, but one of the ones you're just kind of sitting in, in 10, 15, 20 minutes into it. It's just like, this has got to be one of the days of the but one of the days as well where you could, you're hitting the target, the goalie's having an absolute worldie, and you're thinking that we're, we're just not going to get the ball in the net here. There was never that expectation that Celtic were actually going to the end. I don't know what it was. And then then just everything about the, the, the way it was, the, the reaction to people getting taken off at half-time and just the, obviously, the reaction to, to the board. And I don't know, I didn't actually look, because I said we, we were busy all yesterday after the football, but... With the board actually leaving the game, I believe they actually left the watching the game and, and went inside early yeah. doors, and because they were getting absolutely some amount of stick as well. But as you said, I don't think it was going to take any too much for for those people who are still in the kind of positive frame of mind to be turning and and own them and, and making the equations. I'm with you. I'm always looking for the silver lining of this. So am I, mate. And the silver lining for me is, is there. You're driving, you're driving that club, and I'm saying the club because I don't think there's only one particular place this falls down. People are pinning it on the board, but the club now has been forced into a situation where it needs to fucking do something. Pardon my language. <laughs> <laughs> first one done. First one done. That's, so an, that's, be, an, extra, that's an extra tenner. That's an extra tenner for Jamie. Every time he's there, an extra tenner. 
Um, but it, it's it's driving the full club into to asking questions and rewind a few weeks back as well and, and certain conversations we were having amongst the group as well. And it's let's don't worry, lads, don't, don't worry, they're they're garbage anyway. We we'll we'll stroll this, we'll stroll I've, this. I've been worried. We are being our absolute world's best to hand them this. They could go above us. That's a, luckily enough they don't play their their, their extra games until the, after the break, mind you. But two games in hand, they'll go to us as well. We're five points clear. Rewind four five weeks ago as well. You would never ever ever have thought that in a world your wildest dreams as well that would happen. Now the situation no. we're sitting in the new. We're waiting in Livingston coming to Celtic Park next week. I never thought I'd see the days where we're sitting worried about Livingston coming to Celtic Park. Because teams know how to play against us. It's so simple. Paddy, one thing I had wrote down, and I can remember very, very clearly saying this, Hoggy, I don't know if it was the end of last year or, or the season before we Ange Postacoglu, Paddy, about I'd never seen the club coming together so much in, in, in decades. I think I maybe spoke about going back to him when Martin O'Neill came, about how connected the fans were to the team, how connected the fans were to a certain extent to the board and that the club just felt so good. I think it was maybe only last year we were talking about this under Ange and everything was clicking into place. Ange was getting good signings. The football was exciting. The, the Green Brigade were obviously there. Everything was going well. The Green Brigade get ready, somebody that didn't want to be. How the tides have turned on that as well, Paddy. But there was just a wee note I took for winning a treble. And I know you like a rant, and I'm looking forward yeah, to this. Somebody, somebody's chat my door, I'm about to sing. All right. Um, the, the, the rapid, rapid, rapid decline, Andy. Now, losing Jota is big, right? what he brought to the team, the goals and the assists. Starfelt, I don't think, hurt us as much because Scales has had a, a reasonably good season. But what a decline for a treble winning team. No, no antagonising between the fans, the players, the board. To two weeks before Christmas, Paddy, to be in this place just rings of 2020, mate. And it is absolutely stinking how we've ended up here, man. Mate, I've said it to you for long enough. I can see a trend and I've seen it coming and here we are. I take no pleasure in it, but I've told you I've told you for long enough, this guy, Brendan Rodgers, is not the man for Celtic. I've had it in the neck for saying it. No, no, he's Brendan Rodgers, he's an elite manager. No, he's no. That he's no elite, he's no elite mate, he should be dealing, get him to... <laughs> oh, I got Sunday. Sorry, get him to France. That's twenty um, <laughs> you, No, 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 no. Never out. No, as I, as, I, as you say, mate, the whole the whole club is galvanised throughout the the post the Coglu years. But now it's it's almost as if it's like a self destruction mode. And and I say that in jest. I think it was last night or the night before. It would not surprise me in the slightest if Brendan Rodgers came out for a Scooby Doover when he went, ha ha, told you this is going to destroy your club. You know what I mean? It's, it's just unbelievable how, how bad we are. For anybody who has given it, oh, he's not got the players. Brendan Rodgers, he's not got the players. He's not got the quality. Well, hold on a minute. Still got the best squad in that league. Mate, yes, he is. He has got the best squad in Scotland. He has got more money in one player than most teams have in, in their entire club. He said at the last AGM, he's the man that signs after transfers, right? So I've got that see, if that's no, see if that's not the case, mate. He's a liar, right? And I suspect that he is because he's an egotistical narcissist of a man. He's all about Brendan Rogers and he's it's about self self-preservation. We've saw that film. He comes in. He gives the spiel. He gives us what we want to hear. But then he's like a he's like a used car salesman, right? He'll tell <laughs> you an absolute banger thing that's a Bugatti, and then by the time you get him, it's in the bin. I'll just I'll, I'll just interject on that point with that Andy because at the very start of the season, Brendan Rodgers came out exactly what Paddy's saying about the narcissism and that, and said he was a man. He signed the players, and he was very very happy with the transfer window. That that that's quote unquote. By the way, that's no exact words, but he's now out in the media on a weekly basis throwing these players under the bus. Know what I mean? See that game yesterday, Dale. Seven mm -hmm. 
or eight if you're including Tumble, that started that game yesterday with regular players under hands who are pre yeah. a treble winning team. Yes. So there's something wrong somewhere. There's definitely something all right. We, we all know that. Uh, things just don't go drastically wrong with that without there being a problem somewhere. It might come out in the match eventually, I don't know. Really, it all depends on results and how we go for now. Sorry, Hoggy, what No, just because when, when you're talking about the, the last season, right, one year ago today, 17th of December last year, Celtic won at Aberdeen, won nothing. The team that day, Hart, Taylor, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carl Southfield, Anthony Ralston, Carl McGregor, Matt O'Reilly, Ray Hattati, Dyson Maeda, Jota, Kyogo. Your Did you bench. giggle that? Yes, I'm looking at it really. Oh, I was going to say that. I was going to say that is phenomenal, <laughs> man. McGregor scored an 87 minute just for another wee bit there, but the, the bench, the players that came on that day, Arn Moy, David Turnbull, Leo Labada, George Shakamakis, and James Forrest. Right? Fast forward to yesterday. Joe Hart, Andy Johnson, uh, Carl Vickers, Liam Scales, Greg Taylor, O'Reilly, McGregor, Turnbull, Mikey Johnson, Kyogo and Palmer. Your bench, Forrest, Maeda, Burnaby, O, Clark, Kingsley. Um, no, it's a hearts player, Kingsley. Oh, that's what I'm like. Don't make fun of it. 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 Don't why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. We're always complaining about the youth system and no bringing enough players through and it being a decade at a time when you're bringing through a Calmac to, to, a, to a Kieran Tierney, for a Kieran Tierney to we were maybe thinking a Rocco Vata. The young lad he comes on the other night, makes his debut, 17 years of age, playing against a Dutch international footballer First touch of the boy beats him, gets a great cross into the ball. Best cross of the night, by the way, in the 70 odd fucking minute. Bastard. Uh, oh, there's two there, 20 quid. Anyway, <laughs> now, this young boy must have been as high as a kite, high as a kite, making his debut. All his pals would have been there, his family would have been there. The two games previous, Brendan Rogers, either on the telly or in the media, has slaughtered Mikey Johnson. What a bizarre decision to start that laddie against Hearts. I don't know who wants to come in on it, or if it's just me. Why would he know through that young boy into that game yesterday? It's beyond me, by the way. And he, wasn't, he never even made the team. Mate, it's, it's an absolute disgrace. I mean, as I say, Rogers gives us the sound bites. He tells us what we want to hear. Oh, we'll be doing this with the youth. We'll be bringing through these guys. As you say... Young Mitchell Frame comes on, plays very, very well. Fearless and party. And then what happens yesterday? He brings on Burnaby. <laughs> How much you're slapping the faces at to, to, to Frame, to the entire youth academy, and to the supporters who are getting hoodwinked into, into believing what, honestly, and I'm, I'm seriously struggling to hold myself back for just going tonto and personal with <laughs> Brendan Rogers. But I think, honestly, I. I See, see if this was like a Frankenstein film, mate. I'd be getting my, my torch and pitchfork ready to just run up and storm the castle. 
here's, here's something just 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 on that right. Here's a on that. This is <laughs> something that we've, we've said before about about Rogers. And again, th- th- this is not me kind of trying to kind of lay into the man at all here as well. But do do you think there's anything in it at all that he has actually got a plan to to not to put us in this position as well, but to actually show up the fact that. This is what I'm playing now. We've said we've got the best squad and all that kind of stuff, right? I think I think we spoke about this in the same conversation with Ange before the January signings as well, Hoggy, didn't we? It's almost a look at your game to play with. What do you expect? Now, couple that. If, that, if, that's, if that's an attitude, it's, it's a mistake, to be honest with you. But see, see listen, we say that there's lesser. There's Look at the likes of Kumarnock. We talk, spoke about that Armstrong laddie last week, right? He he would be a squad player for Celtic at best. Andy Andy spoke about him a few times. I've always been impressed with him, Hoggy. I know people say when we turned out against Celtic, but Disney, I've watched him a few times. And he's he's all right, his stature's quite small, and we're looking for big guys. But it gets torn in. The point point I'm trying to make here is that that I, I think he would be at best, a squad player for Celtic, right? That's, that's true. I'm looking, for, I'm looking for better than that. Absolutely. Yeah, we're given the quality that Celtic scored there. We've got players that's equal to, if not better than that, man. Right? How the fuck can they not come on with the motivation, yeah. the attitude, and that yeah. type of stuff as well to come in? I know, sorry. To not come on with that motivation and attitude, to actually come in and put in their performances. There's a deeper question to be asked some point there as well. Is it the player or is it the culture within that dressing, within that club, the new as well, that is not giving these oppor- boys the opportunity to come in and mm-hmm. absolutely burst their gut? That's the thing yeah. for me as well, that the squad that Celtic have got at their disposal as well should be, should be, if they're on their day, if they're on their game and playing at their optimum as well, should be wiping the floor every single day. Yes. I, spe- I spoke yeah. before as well, another thing about the whole Kenny Miller thing as well. Kenny Miller was garbage as well, but he gave 110% as well. Minimum requirement, I don't care who you are. Pulling the hoops, minimum requirement. Now, am I saying that the guys are not trying hard enough? I don't know. Am I saying as well there might be a deeper-rooted problem with the culture in there? Coupled that with Brendan said after the game, that's the thing after yesterday really, really got me is the fact that how can the manager say, I'm not surprised with how they played there as well. It's been coming, you think? Aye, I, I didn't like that at all. Okay, okay, see what you're saying about the culture, mate, right? You, all we need today is look at Kyogo, right? Now, I've, I've said my piece on, on our podcast about Kyogo. I don't think he's good enough for Europe. Certainly, he's good enough to, to absolutely terrorise Scottish football. But if you look at that, and you're talking about culture, look at his body language. Look at how he approaches the game now. He's meant to be the happiest guy in the squad, and he looks the most unhappiest now. Yeah. So you talk about leadership, right? If that's what that's doing to your players who, again, are supposedly the happiest people out, what does that tell you about the, the person that's leading? If you're at your work... And your manager's an absolute whatever. Do you know what I mean? You're not. Uh, thank you. I managed to <laughs> say that. By the way, you, by the way, you, you, you are hundred quid for Mason Kenny Miller. Quid. Quid transfer is a hundred quid. That's us get six in the bank, boys. Right. Right. As I was if you if you're at your work and you're talking about a, a, a working environment, which a football club is, regardless of whether it's a sport or no. If you've got a manager there who doesn't instill confidence in your players, hasn't he got a game plan? Can he get the best out of individuals, which is supposed to be Brendan Rodgers' main kind of main thing? Uh, what does that tell you? We can all blame the board as much, and I'm I ain't apologising for the board or anything. I'm no an AGM fanboy or anything like that. But yesterday when I came back and seen the videos, it was all oh, well, oh, well, get to whatever. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I hope to God there's been a crowd shouting Brendan Rodgers, get it. He's the guy that's on the touchline. He's the guy that takes training every week. He's the guy that comes out and tells us, oh, Mikey Johnson's brilliant in training, but he's crap in the game. Well, what are you doing playing for then? Go and play one of the young laddies. Go and play uh, Palmer, or Coyote, uh, no, Palmer, sorry. Uh, what's his name? Anybody? If Mikey Johnson's no good enough in-game, don't play him in-game. It's like Man United, Man United are playing John Evans. He's he left Man United about ten years ago. Now he's back. It's the same with Mikey Johnson. You've given him a chance. He's not good enough. Don't play him. Greg Taylor has been turned into an absolute whipping boy this season. Greg Taylor under Ange. I love them. One of the best. Loved him. Probably one of the best inverted fullbacks we've seen. Well, well yeah. probably Greg Taylor. That's his position. Now he wants to turn him back to an average fullback when he's not a good enough fullback. 
Alistair Johnson, the intensity and presence came out of his game. I don't know what the hell's going on there. All we want to do is get the ball, pass it out sideways, wait a minute, try and cross on anybody, and off oh, right back again. <coughs> it's all we do. It's all we done under Brendan Rodgers in his second season and his first season. It ain't good enough. It's not good enough, and it will not be good enough under this guy. He can stand and he can he can say, "Oh, I need to get better quality in January. I need to." Do it. He don't get quality in January unless you're very, very lucky. So see this whole January nonsense. No, it ain't good enough. It's just excuses, excuses, excuses. The manager has not get has not got the best out of these players, and these players are the best in Scotland. So what does that tell you? We had five million spent on Navrotsky. All right, he got injured. Money on Lager Belka spent four and a half million on uh, Palmer. There's Awatas come in, Holmes come in. I we missed out on a couple of players, but that's still investment. That still should be good enough for Brendan Rodgers to say, right? Well, that's, that, 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 oh, over 20 million quid. Yeah, yeah. But let, let, let me flip the full conversation on its head, right? Because we we as we as Celtic fans can can be fickle. I mean, it's good, we're the best. When it's bad, we're, we're the biggest greeting face bees in the, in the planet. And, and that's just the way it is and the way it's always been. And I think that at, at the moment, we've probably got the most greeting face fans that I've ever known in, in my time going to Celtic. So the flip side of the argument is mm. it wasn't a great transfer window in the summer. Brendan Rogers has only been in the door for six months. That, that's where I can still see the point of view and that's where that wee bit is always in my head. And what I will say is, domestically, I've still got no worries, even though we've been crap hoggy. I still think we're going and win the league, right? That, that's maybe just me. That's that's the way I've always been about Celtic. But flipping the full thing on the head and you've got the people... And and we're not saying we're no backing the manager. As long as he's there, I'm backing him. As long as Mikey Johnson's on a park, whether he's playing crap or no, I'm backing him if they're wearing a green and white tap. But the flip side of the argument is, he's not been there that long. I agree with Paddy. January's no great. We've been lucky the last two years. But the yesayers, the guys that are getting it all, stop greeting and back the manager. Celtic fans have got every right to moan at the moment. It's been absolutely terrible. But these guys have got a point as well, Hockey. He's not been in the door that long. He's not been in the door that long. The injury list has been horrendous. For me, his tactics, his formation, the way he plays football isn't good. But there's still plenty of time to sort this. There's still plenty of time to sort it out. There is. I'm, I'm maybe not of, of the most um, optimistic mindset as some of the boys on our podcast are as well. Where it's like, oh, listen, we'll doddle this as well. I've said these many a time. We won't. I, I, I'm, I'm more of a. I'm thinking, looking behind me rather than let, let's go. But that, that's just me. That, that's me to a tea, but fucking ever in a day. But you're, you're right. Listen, you're, you're right. But see that, and I, I don't want to keep battering on as well about this kind of culture and, 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 and motivation thing as well. But see the way that, that Brendan Rodgers sets his team up. That that can be a very, very, very effective way of playing. In fact, we've seen it. We've seen a team he sets out as well, being dominant, being quick, being very, very incisive about their day and picking teams apart. It just seems as if there's an absolute I don't I don't want to say don't want to say laziness, but it's just a lethargical lethargical kind of way that they're approaching it. Where they're just very, very slow. And it just seems as if there's something something missing in there. Not really in there, in there for me. That's the worrying thing that I get. We've seen Brendan Rodgers and that type of team being set up and being very, very successful. But I don't know. It, I went to that game yesterday and we were talking on the bus and we were talking about the Champions League game and we get that monkey off our backs. Because it see if they approach that, the, the game of the day, the way they approach that game as well, for 100 mile an hour, 100% energy at it. Nobody touches us in this country. No, and see if you look at that, Andy, the, the, the Atletico performance to a certain extent, the Lazio game at home, the, the thrashing of Aberdeen, then you go to Rugby Park, then you go yesterday. See see if you're this, claiming to be this elite club, the, the best club in Scotland, the best players in Scotland, the biggest finances in Scotland, 
surely everything that comes with all that must be consistency. And that's if you've got three or four players out. You, you can't go and play Atletico Madrid after the park for 30 minutes, batter a half-decent Aberdeen team 6-0, and then go to Rugby Park and play at Parkhead against Motherwell and Hearts and just put out absolute dross. So I totally agree with Hoggy. There's something totally, totally wrong internally. Because if you've got good, good quality players, which we have, and Matt O'Reilly and Greg Taylor in his own forum, and Alistair Johnson and Carter Vickers and Kyogo, Palmer when he plays well, these guys need to be doing it week in, week out. So it's not just about a performance and it's not just about the manager or the board. Something internally is just no right at all. With the, with, the, with the full thing you know? and I, I, maybe it is Brendan maybe it is the board or maybe it's a, just a culmination of everything's just no fitting at all this season I think obviously it's inconsistency as the problem because as I said before many people have said it as well it's one Celtic one week another Celtic the next week we know that with the Kindy because I've done it already this season as the, the games I've just mentioned I think they're struggling with the, the the transition for the type of football that Ange played to then play under Brendan. I think that the majority of games were played this season. You're getting a team who's a very patient build-up, passing it about so many passes before they get near the goal. Ange, you know what Ange was like, and I, I know we don't want to keep going on about Ange because he's gone, but we've tried to kind of put it into perspective here that he had these ball boys ready to go to get the players. As soon as a, a throw-in was taken, it was taken right away. It was a shocking all football. A team never had a chance to adjust their defence to try and combat us because we were so quick. No, we are passing it about in front of defences. They're organised. They can see what's coming ahead. We're not getting beyond teams enough for me. We're no, no. But, but we don't seem committed enough either. See, when it comes down to physicality and stuff like that, not just mentality, but physicality, we've got a very small team. So that when you get up against these six foot two defenders at Ross County or whatever, or St. John, uh, St. Johnson, we're struggling. They're just bumping us off the ball. They're just bumping us off the ball. We've got, we've, I think we are far too small. And yeah. Well, actually, days ago, when it comes defensively, because we seem to, these boys, they've done it against Hearts as well, they've just thrown balls out of the tapis. Mm -hmm. Joe Hart never made a, never had to make a save in that game yesterday. Not one save. That was the one he came out and it was there, Andy, but he punched it. He punched it, aye. Wow. Aye, I mean, I save as in somebody's taking a shot to go and somebody's save it. Not one save. And they scored two goals and it's for set pieces. Don't yeah. get me wrong, the second goal was a crack and free kick. Fair, fair play to the boy, but... The, the, the thing, the thing I know, with, Paddy, I know we keep harping on about Brendan Rodgers, but it's here to be spoke about. See, see if you're coming into a treble one inside, right? And, and you've got 90% of not just the playing staff, but also the coaching staff there that have won five trophies in two seasons. Now, I understand all these managers have got their own ideas, their own philosophies, and they want to play football their own way. And I totally understand that, especially with Brendan, because of his mentality and, as you say, the way he's, he's ego and stuff like that. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. But if you're a manager, especially coming into the SPFL, and, and let's not kid ourselves, the standard's shite, and that just tells you how bad we've been this season. But see see if you're coming in, I know that's 50, see, see if you're coming in as Brendan, you're looking at, right, I've got the same coaching staff, I've lost two players, I've won five, they've won five trophies in two years, I don't need to change much here, by the way. I don't need to change much here. I'll sit down with Cal Mack and Harry Cool and go, 
that, that was a crack last year. This is this is working. Let's keep going in this trajectory and let's keep going with Bertain. And fair enough, we're still getting eighty percent possession, but by God, put a valiant to sleep. And I said that hoggy the last time Brendan was there, I was on the bus and I was I was LRT, London Road Tavern at half time because I was bored at my nut. And unfortunately it's probably not the right word to use, but unfortunately I take the reins now and they're like, I'm not going home there. And I've sat through the ninety minutes and um it's just it's poor, poor, poor football and boring and mundane and as you say, Paddy, <laughs> see four nuggets like us that think we know about football can see teams targeting Greg Taylor's, can see Celtic having all the bond them just going let them have it. They're not going to do nothing. How can they not see it? How can they not see what we're seeing, man? We're going for the scheme. I've got a bottle of MD on a Sunday at 1 o'clock, know what I mean? Mate, I as I say, <laughs> honestly, it honestly would not surprise me if this is a if this is a set-up. As I say, if Brendan Rodgers come up <laughs> after the mask got a Scooby-Doo villain and it was like Michael Beale underneath or something, do you know what I mean? But, um, no, we... we, we We've went for uh, a couple of seasons of hearing about intensity and pressure and drive and energy. And now, as you say, mate, it's just going to side words passing. But I say this to you when we were all sitting in turnstiles, which is now the, the 1888 Bar London Road. We were sitting watching the Wolves game. Remember? With yeah, friendly. Yeah. And I yeah. say to you, I have been here before and I have seen this absolute crap before. We will see this for the rest of the season because Rogers. Rogers is a charlatan. I don't care. He can all call me whatever he's want. I don't care. He's an absolute charlatan of a man. He comes in and tries to make himself look as good and then gets out of dodge before we actually find him out. Um, I did not want him in his manager and I do not want him here as manager. We, we, we can set up and we can play all the possession that we want. See if you're not doing anything at the end. It doesn't matter. The statos and the, the data guys can all say, oh, that's brilliant, man. I mean, look at that. 87% in the third, uh, third half. I don't care. The only thing I care about is the scoring. Stop messing about. Get the ball. The goal's up there. Head that way. Do you know what I mean? Just go constantly out wide. We've got fullbacks that don't chase on and get by uh, wing, wingers. The wingers always try and cut in. Uh, thank God we've had Palmer doing a bit of uh, kind of magic moments now and again, but even he's he, he doesn't offer Greg Taylor any defence. So there's no coherency between the entire squad. You've got guys like Calmack who are substandard in it and have been this season, and I think it's completely to do with the tactics. Same, Matt O'Reilly's been great, but again, you can't depend on one guy. We're, we're getting overrun in midfield. We're easy to play against. We're soft to play against. We're terrible up front. Well, there's no point in us crossing in, boys. This guy's still waiting on a cross coming in, by the way. That's how long <laughs> You know what I mean? So I, I, I now I know why Kyogo's walking about with his frown upside down. Paddy, we had 18 corners yesterday and done nothing with it. 18 corners and nothing. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Well, I'll, 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 I'll pose you a question then. We've had, we've had less what? success in corners than a street prostitute. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that. Um, I don't know if that's a tenner. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I'm sure Paul John will send us a message after that. That's you, a score. Owe, you, you owe us two hundred and seventy quid, by the way. Uh, sorry, I, work, I, sorry, working, working girl. My apologies. Are you expecting hockey? I think we had a week and a ten, twenty seconds <laughs> before we went live there. But I mean, Livingston are probably the worst team in the league this year. There, there, there. They're honking. They're so bad. So was St. Johnson when they visited and we done nothing. Motherwell hadn't won in nine games and we drew with them. T- talking about the way we've, we've been setting up and how we've been playing, I'm just expecting a Martindale team to come, sit back and, and try and win three kicks, mate. That that that's what that's what these teams are going to do. And Living Livingston which is a bizarre thing to say, is the biggest game of our season so far, coming up, by the way. The biggest game of our season. No, the, 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 the next two games are realistically, and it's two games that should be very comfortable. It ain't the Livingston away to Dundee before we play the Rangers in the 30th, right? And, and mm-hmm. 
you're thinking, right, we're, we're running into that with six points in the bag there. Now, am, am, I, am I really worried about Livingston? No. I'm more worried about Celtic. That, that, that's the thing, I thought. Now, I, just as, as Paddy's saying there, listen, it, it's... I, I, I'm, I'm not going back to, to, to that to, to, to dive back into that conversation. But you see, Livingston next week, Celtic need to regroup. We need to kind of brush ourselves down and come back with that, as Andy said, fast paced Vipper. Now, if teams, if you've got a solid team and if it's two banks of five or whatever they're going to set up defensively, however they're doing it, Celtic, the football that we're playing now is not fast enough to find the spaces. And, and unsettle that the, the defensive banks that they've got in there. Most the Coglu style of football was doing that because we were constantly very, very, very quick with the ball. It was going everywhere. And you were creating these spaces and finding them. We're taking too much time and, and we're just no able to do it. And and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confident we're going to beat them as well. But again, I'm not confident we're going to see any, any sort of great difference in the football we're seeing. Basically, oh, no. How important is this transfer window in January? And do you mm-hmm. trust both Brendan Rogers and whoever the recruitment is on bringing in the players? And by the way, whoever comes in is going to hit the ground running because we are, we've got no strikers as well because they're away to the Asia Cup. So we're not Why the fuck are they fucking They're not going to go to the Asia Cup. Aye, well, we'll, we'll still get there. We'll still get January's massive on, on both counts. Uh, Getting rid of players and bringing players in. Now, I, I think there's some players we signed last summer, Andy, that that can go. The new, they can go if they want. Quan, no good enough. Yang, no good enough. Bernardo can go back as well. Phillips can go back. I know some of these were stop gaps with with Lager, Bielka, and Narofsky injuries and stuff like that. But January's massive, but. It, but because of the size of the squad, it's it's nearly thirty plus. So because I'm of the, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say that Paddy mentioned in the chat the other day. We lag a Bielka, right? It's very very clear. Rogers didn't fancy that laddie. I thought Paddy had it right in the heed. I was going to use another word there, but he had it right in the heed the other day. He's the type of laddie that's going to be signed for Celtic. He'll leave Celtic for cheap. He'll go to Malmo or one of the kind of Swedish teams. And then he'll transfer it to AC Milan the season after it. I think he looks all right. And no that hockey the other night when I was at the game with the Wayne, whenever he came on, five minutes when he came on, he absolutely nailed somebody at the North Stand side. Great challenge. And I thought, that, that's what he, he looks like Sinead O'Connor. He looks, as if he, he looks as if he sings in one of the dodgy bars in Gran Canaria, man. Be a wiggle, but, no, compares to her. Paddy could be right because we've not seen enough of the guys. January for me, McCarthy's, Tony Ralston's, a, a, a lot of people need to go to ship money. And I will hark back to been saying it saying it before, Hoggy, that this this eight homegrown players thing is biting us in the arse a lot more than these other teams who who bring th- who bring through good quality for their youth and, and we don't. So it, you can talk about Taylor and Ralston and Bain and all these guys not being good enough. Turnbull possibly leaving. You still need to have eight players in this in in this European squad, which is gonna gonna shaft us. But I'm I'm with Paddy. But Paddy's been saying for for weeks. See if we sign four players in January. Let let's sign a big monster keeper. A big monster centre half, a big guy in the middle of the park, and a big centre forward, and I'll be happy. And they all must be six one, six two, six three, and let's get about a meter about our bones in this team. But it has to be quality as well. There's no point in bringing in big giants, Paddy, if they're no good enough. Dale, Dale, we need, Dale, we need, Dale. we need big, big, strong quality laddies in there to. To help focus. See if we're hedging our bets on January. I'm not hedging my bets on January. No, no, I have to say, no. If we're all hedging our bets on January and Brendan Rogers is giving it all, we need to sign quality in January. We're all sitting here and the bubble is going to burst. Because all you have to do is jump onto Google, type in Brendan Rogers' transfers, 
and look at every single list of the players that he's bought for every single club that he's been at. The guy is an absolute clown. He's <laughs> absolutely Paddy, Paddy, just before you go, let, let us hear what you really think about Brendan. <laughs> Absolutely, hate him. I think he's just see, 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 see when you see when you're in a pub or you're in the street or you're in whatever, and somebody comes up to you and you know straight away that there are and a, a total. I'm I'm going to put a ten into this, right? You know, he's an absolute fanny, and you're like, well, it may be all right, but you're like, ah, I smell, I smell jobbies here. This is what Brendan Rodgers is. I'm telling you, it's as simple as going on to Google and typing in every single transfer that's come in under his tutelage at every single club he's been at and he's an absolute maniac. He came in at his first season here. Thank God we get Scott Sinclair firing all cylinders, but he told us that he was bringing in Doris De Vries because he's, he, had, he was the best goalkeeper that he's ever seen with his feet. But he forgot to mention that the guy had made horns. Like, it was talking about me one of them, no? I mean, it's like, I just didn't speak, but he's not getting any The guy had wrist slipped prawn crackers, but this was the guy that he told us he was better than Manuel Neuer. Um, uh, who else? I mean, Dembele was already, Dembele was already signed up. Andy, Andy, I was just got to say that. He's a pumpkin, the guy. <laughs> Do you know what that oh. is, mate? The missus has put, the missus has put all the Halloween decorations into my man cave, so I have got, I've got all sorts here. But as I say, this guy's still waiting on a cross coming in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the best, no, the best listen, listen, Look, mate, Liverpool, Fabio Barini, Mario Balotelli, Leicester. He, he ruined Leicester. Do you know what I mean? He, he got guys like Castagna that he was shouting about that he wanted Thierry last time. And he got him, and the guy turned out to be absolutely rotten. Leicester get relegated, and guess what? Brendan jumped ship before they get relegated, because that's what Brendan does. He's a narcissist. He's an egomaniac. He's all about self-preservation, and he will do the same. I told you this ages ago, and I'm, I'll, I will hedge my bets on it. Brendan Rodgers will jump at the first opportunity before there's even any talk about him getting sacked, because that's what he does, mate. That's what he does. He's, Avid, he, Avid, he, go he, he's, he's lower. He's lower than a snake's belly. Avid, Avid, put a few quid on Brendan Rodgers 2024 Saudi Arabia. Telling you, I, I can see it happening. But Andy asked a question about 15 minutes ago about January signings and that. Hoggy, your thoughts? What What would be your ideal scenario in January? Where, where the squad is now? Say, say you're getting three really good quality players in and, and you get rid of some dodos. I, I think Barry said that a few times. Brendan Rodgers, I think, would right, like to would like to coast with maybe 20 players. 18 quality, quality players. There's seven good players on the bench they can bring on to make a difference. I think that's what we all want as Celtic fans. But given the choice, the new gone, gone round the table, if it was said to you, right, we're bringing these three players in, it's a definite, they're good quality. Where where are these three players and where do we really, really need to strengthen in January? Well, I'm not going to ask you for names, but where do you think these three positions really need to fill in January? A winger. Left, left side a winger. A, a, a winger, a striker. Um, and either a goalie or a left back. Mm-hmm. Goalie, left back, winger, striker. That, that, that's, it, that's exactly what I said the other day as right. well, mate. So, so he, he, here's, here's one for you, just on a, on a, a secondary one there, right? So This episode is brought to you by Hyperice the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Me and Barry, I think both in the last couple of weeks have came to the, the joint consensus is where we were two hearts 
fans, right? We would like, listen, Joe Hart will be all right for the summer. We'll, we'll pay that there as well, right? Now, can I just say the, re- the reaction I thought to Joe Hart punching that ball yesterday as well, I thought was a bit over the top. I thought it was... Again, the there's a few boos ringing about. Oh, my God. I, I, I was with the... But I I I call, was, I that, was, that, that was just me booing for the hoosh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was in keeping with the way the game was going, the, the, the noise that was getting made, and then that type of thing. It was just, you know, it's in keeping with what happened there, right? Here, here's one for you, right? There's a lad that's on loan for Ajax in the Scottish League, the new up at Aberdeen, Kelly Roos, right? Popping uh, yeah. up, man of the match performances, left, right, and centre, right? Mm-hmm. European game as well, got Aberdeen won there. Um, man of the Frankfurt match. game, aye, it was good, yeah, it was really no. good, aye. Decent, decent goalkeeper, young goalkeeper, somebody you can actually come in and build. And he's played in this league and he's he's shown that he's got the feet, he's got the shortstop mobility. And, and, and coming through a club like Ajax, yeah, he understands, obviously, listen, he's a goalkeeper, he's got to see, he understands football, but he understands playing for a big fish in a small pond, honestly. Almost. Do you think that would be... I know that we're talking about that guy for Real Madrid, which I think is an absolute pipe dream that we're going to sign a goalkeeper Aye. for the Real boy. Do you think that that would be, would that be an acceptable alternative for you then if Celtic actually went up and whether it's January or whether it's in summer, we need to wait because he's on loan. Would you accept Keller as, as, as Celtic's next goalkeeper? I think, I think looking at him at Aberdeen, you think, Aye, I've always thought he was a, a good goalkeeper, I've got to be honest, but I think playing for Celtic's a totally different thing for playing for Aberdeen. It's a concentration, it's a concentration, yeah, concentration hang on Absolutely, yeah. because you're not yeah. as busy as you would be with, with Aberdeen. I think he's a good shortstopper. It would all come down to concentration because you're not going to be over, overly busy as a Celtic goal, goalkeeper domestically, that is. Because I, 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 I think it would be a good shout that, that what I was going to say on the flip of that, remember Benji Segrist? Goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, to be fair though, he's not really had a chance, has he? You think about it? He's no. He said one or two performances and then never in the team again. Here's yeah. another thing, Andy. I know you're 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 big on on the young young lad Ivata, right? I don't know anybody else, right? There must be there must be some reason why that lad is not getting anywhere, especially if the lad of frame come on midweek as well. He's like, not. He knocked he back his last contract offer, right. didn't he? Whether that's it as well, but there must be a reason as well that it's. I don't think any manager wouldn't pick an absolutely fantastic young talent in, in, unless there's a reason for it. And whether it is application, whether it is he's just down tools as well because he's just wanting to wait, whatever it is as well. But I, th- I think aye, that, that for me would be, be be another thing that you're getting players that are just... We're the type of club that would sign Hasbro as a target man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... <laughs> Honestly, he haw faith, man. He haw faith in a guy that Hasbro yes. and Jimmy Cranky up front. <laughs> <laughs> what's what other are you in agreement then, Ho, uh, Andy with Hoggy about, about the signings? I, I wasn't far away for a winger, a goalkeeper, central midfielder, and a striker. That's what I was looking at. And central midfield, a lot of folk disagree. I think we a lot of they know too bad when they come in. You've got McGregor and Riley there and Hatati coming back. But as Paddy said a million times. We've no replaced Bruni. We've no replaced a, a Stan Petrov, Juan Yama type player who, who who takes one for the team. And it may be a yellow card the first 10 minutes. When, when, when have you seen that this season with Celtic? And you, you, you've just seen we're under the cost. Somebody skips by somebody and you're thinking, just just nail him. Just yeah. nail him. Take a yellow card. Set the tone for the game and... I have an agreement with, with Hoggy. A winger, a left-back, a goalkeeper and a, probably a striker just gone with the Asia Cup. But you know why I'd be splurging cash, Andy, on the premise of the Asia Cup and then these guys going into the summer of 2004, eh, 2024 and being surplus to requirements. So January needs to be done properly as well, doesn't it? It is, but it's got to be done. So oh, I they need to get it right because we're, uh, we're Asia Cup we're losing bodies we need reinforcements the new January's already kind of too far away for us we need we need to sort this out the new obviously we can't until January there should be targets lined up ready to go hopefully mm. they're doing their job properly and, and, and that's the case we need reinforcements the problem with January is bringing in that, that quality and stuff it's not an ideal one day I th- personally I would go with a goalkeeper left back and a striker and we certainly need a bit of muscle in the middle of the park, I think. But 
would we get away with Joe Hart for the rest of the season? Aye, we would. So Probably. The, the summer might be the best idea for that to, to replace a goalkeeper. But I think we need we need to sort out the left back situation. Yeah. We've got Burnaby who came on night, who's an exact exact replica of Taylor, size wise, stature, same height. It's gonna have the same issues that Taylor's having the teams targeting them. We need somebody with a bit more physicality in there. Um because he's had a terrible season. I feel sorry for him. <coughs> you know why? So they are, but because so they he's are, constantly, but... every game he plays, he's getting targeted. He's getting no respite at all. He's been full circle, Andy. Yep, yep. The, the pressure of Kieran Tierney and getting a lot of stick and no playing well, to as Paddy says, probably being our best, one of our best players in first name in the team sheet under Ange Postacoglu. Phenomenal two seasons, by the way. Yep. To totally regressing back to 2021. That, that's what's happened with Greg Taylor. Paddy, I'll ask you a question because you spoke about it earlier in, in regards to January. Do you think Celtic should look into, and as much as we've spoken about Rodgers and how much of a banger you think he is, the guy's obviously got quite a lot of contacts. He'll know a lot of people down south and all that. Do, do you think Celtic should maybe be looking at going and getting three or four loan signings in January maybe a permanent one and 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 getting us through the season no I'm just saying that because you're saying January's not very fruitful it has been for us recently but what do you see as doing then if you don't think January's the best time to buy do, do we get stop gaps in just to get us through this Asia Cup to get us to the end of the season and, and try and get a couple of permanent signings in before the summer what, what, what's your thoughts on January? What, what, what do you want to see the club doing? I don't know, but that, that's probably what, what will happen. We'll probably end up with, with loan players. We'll end up with some over-the-hill no-mark for the championship and some young laddie for, I don't know, somewhere. But and then and then on that, then it's another restart again, isn't it? In the yeah, it's, 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 it's always going to be a restart. The manager has come in, right? He signed a contract to come back to the club. Right, so you would say that he's happy enough to come into that position, and then a couple of months later, when when the when the proverbial hits the fan, it's oh, we've not got enough quality, we've not got this and that. As I say, teammate, go back and look at his transfer record. Why should I have any hope in Brendan Rodgers bringing in quality signings in January when he can't even the summer, which is the best one day? January is, and any manager throughout history will always tell you that January transfer window is always the hardest to recruit players. So I, I'm sorry, mate. I, I probably sound very, very negative and so pessimistic, but that's what that's what's happened to you. We, we, we've no one free game. It's nearly December. We've not even won three games in the throttle. We've no one. We've no won three games in the throttle. We're sitting here over ecstatic that we we broke a duck, a, a a fifteen a fifteen game a losing streak or, or no winning streak. You know what I mean? In the Champions League, that's embarrassing for a club of your stature. I get it, like that. Think you, you can't have it your own way all the time. I, I heard. That. I heard Brendan Rodgers is in January during the the winter break party. He's doing a a public speaking tour, and he's looking about the the pubs and the Gallagate and that. He was looking to see if the the boozers and that would welcome him in for a wee chat and that. See if you were interested getting Brendan. Aye, better tell, better tell everybody to keep their wives in the house in case you're away with them. <laughs> Oh, listen, we're, we're, we're 53 minutes in. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and, and thanks again to PJD. But listen, we've got seven <coughs> minutes left. Uh, Big Hoggy's normally got a couple of things up top that normally finishes off on a Monday and a Friday. So I'll let you take it away for the last 10, Big Man. I, I'm just, I, I know that, listen, I, I think us and probably many of the other contributors across yesterday and today. Um, will come on and, and a large part of what they're going to talk about will be the current state of affairs and, and how we did yesterday. And it's natural. See if, see if we did it first game yesterday as well. It's a different type of weekend that you get on, on a, 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 a marathon like this. But I, I'll get back to one of the things that I said at the very, very start of it, right? I, I'm always looking for the, the silver lining on things, right? And 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 this is where this is where I think that, that certainly Mahid's got is the fact that every action has a reaction. And every action should have a reaction, right? And and what I, what I think is 
will be interesting over the next coming weeks, and I'll be very, very interested to see how this is implemented in the next few weeks once we get into January. Right? Is I think it's clear to see that we need to do something based on what's there, based on what Brendan Rogers is saying publicly. Right? And it's not just yesterday, it's other comments that he's made. What he's basically saying there is it ain't good enough. I've no got what I need at my disposal. And this is where there's that wee excited boy inside me hey, what, 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 what's coming now again Paddy I know what you're saying as well with the, with the list of what's went there before and, and, and stuff and it very very could be that there's there's it's absolute dross that we're going to be seeing there as well but there's that wee bit in me that I just think that the club as a whole need to come out and show how how strongly they they are how strongly they are held in this country and, and how strong we are as the number one team in this country the bank balance, all that stuff we spoke about for a long time as well, means nothing if we are not going to win the league this year. Now, again, I know I've got many people on our podcast and other podcasts across that will be, we've got to walk the league this year, don't worry. You know, once we get to January as well, they're, they're rubbish and they're this and that. I don't care about them, right? But if we do not do the job this year as well, then we miss out in that big golden war chest as well that comes at the end of the year with the new format of the Champions League. Yeah, we have a, an adversary across the water from us as well, who over many many years before have shown that they will put themselves in a perilous financial position to potentially chase these type of riches. Who will go and if they're in a the position, if they're in touching position to us in January, they will overspend because they see that big carrot dangling in front of them, right? And mm-hmm. that's that's my big that's the big thing. I think Celtic need to be very very careful, and that's why I think there will be a reaction from Celtic from the, the, the football department at Celtic and from the commercial department at Celtic. The money will be let go. The football is going to improve. The footballers are going to improve. Because if we don't, we've got a team across the water who are shown years and years and years on end as well. They will overspend and overcommit themselves to chase us. And if they do that and they spend it, they get it all back in the summer if they win the league. And that, that for me is the big thing at Celtic. Simply cannot allow it to happen cannot allow it to happen. And that's why I think your reaction to what we're seeing over the last few weeks few weeks and all the, the, the stuff from Brendan Rogers and what you said will culminate in changes in January. Right. Now that's my hope. That's my hope. Remember I'm all about hope. Never expect always I'm, hope. Mate, I'm totally weighing it. I, I, clearly I hope that we, we, we get the finger out and we get any action. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, here at the start of the season, I'm happy. That, 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 and make sure you, you click on that link below and get a wee donation in. Um, the money raised last year for St Mary's was was absolutely phenomenal. So Paul, John and all the team are, are doing phenomenal things um, at a Celtic state of mind. And we're just happy to play a wee, a wee small part in it. So, aye, thanks very much. Um, we'll certainly be back next year. And we'll be waiting on a hat-trick ball, actually, Paul, John. That, that's three years in a row, but... Andy and Paddy, before we go, um, we'll we'll be back tomorrow night, seven o'clock, and and Friday uh, as a, as a, as per usual shows at seven o'clock. But the two lads at the bottom, I'll, I'll let you take it out if you've got any finish off on the last couple of minutes before we go. If Paddy's got any more props, or Andy's got any more hats or whatever, whatever he's want to do. I've got loads of hats, mate. That's something I've got loads strat- of hats. Strat- 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 Thanks very much. God bless. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, aye, thank you for listening. Cheers. And I'll catch you later. Make sure you tune into the rest of the shows. Paul John, that's us. Over and out, mate. Thank you.
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.